With an intro like that, what more can I say? People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in. First things first, appreciative to all of you lot tuned in, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch. Please make sure you're setting your notifications to on, because after this, 7.40, well, we're watching Barcelona against Bayern Munich. We probably will play Football Manager in the afternoon on Twitch. Big up everyone on Twitch, because, you know, we was playing till what, 3... Three in the morning or something yesterday. So, yeah, big up you lot to support the thing. As as usual, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. With it being the halfway point of the week, I hope you're doing well and safe. On the topic of Football Manager, I've got some videos to come out on YouTube shortly after this. Again, <coughs> almost died there, but it's cool. You know, adaptable and that. You lot make the platform. You lot can see the title. Edu's rumoured to be close to signing a new deal. £50 million budget. Danilo, Mudrick, Telemans, there's all the Zaha, all the names are being floated, you know, in the in the papers as well. So let me know your talking points. Obviously, where Mudrick's concerned, at some point we knew we we're going to have to speak about him again because he scored a screamer yesterday. Critics will say he found his level against Celtic, but he is a Ukrainian international with a fantastic future ahead of him. I do think people overgassing Mudrick and that, but there is a lot of skills he could bring to the table at Arsenal, you know, not that it's hard, you know, depth, we're kind of struggling. Um, I think I speak for all Arsenal fans where we would like a winger that could push Saka maybe at present Martinelli or Smith Rowe if he's off that left in form. Someone that takes this club to a new level, maybe a centre mid or two and then long term, you know, maybe another right back, a centre, a left-sided centre back or just a centre half, uh, potentially a striker because Eddie and Ketia and Jesus are quite similar. Jesus ain't scoring goals at the minute and I know people are onto him and I believe in Eddie, but beyond being a squad player, until I see different, I don't, I can't expect anything from Eddie, and we're in trouble if Jesus can't play. Um, so yeah, maybe someone with a different profile to them and there. So yeah, it is what it is, man. Again, Napoli paid 10 mil for him. And when they decide to, you know, when they decide to make to sell him and make cha ching ching, they're gonna make a lot of money on 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 that dude, people. Really, um, like you're saying there, they're gonna make a lot of money, really. Napoli on the best of days, difficult to do business with. You know, he's just got his feet in the door at Naples. I don't think they'll be in a rush to sell him until silly money. And as much as I like that, brother, you know, 
quality on the ball, you know, quality, can dribble, can play in tight spaces, can be direct, plays with his head up, can score goals, can play off the left side, 21 years of age, got several gears to go up really, but Napoli are performing very well, you know, Napoli arguably are the best performing side in Europe or at least top three or top two or something like that. So they're pro when I say normal normalisation of performance, I'm not saying he's going to keep playing well, but one has to wonder... When does the adversity creep in in Serie A? You know, it's been a couple of games for him, really. So when things happen, what's going on? But Napoli on the best of days, difficult to do business. And Napoli always got players you'd like to buy as well. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. George Best is a mad claim, but he's lit still. Uh, we can't keep we can't keep him buying City players. I don't want to... I don't know what you're saying there, but you know what? If City players out, it's, I'm not complaining with Jesus or Zimchenko. You know, if Gundogan... You know, wants a real challenge at 31 years of age. Mares will take you off penalty duties if he fancies it. John Stones, you know, and any other scraps. You know, that Arlen guy ain't that good. You let him come to Arsenal, uh, Pep Guardiola. Bring the bring as many City rejects as you can, really, obviously. You know, because we could do even a 2-2. Ake would help our squad. I'm not saying that lifts our team and that. But, boy, you could do a lot worse than taking the rejects or the players from... From, from a team like City, you know, obviously you want to see us do the scouting, you want to see us get bring in some smart additions, you evidently want to see Arsenal, you know, buy top player stars, big money like we all want to see, but I don't care where they come from, you know, if they do what Jesus and, and Zinchenko do, which they've complemented the squad, they've raised the curtains in their own sort of way, they've given Mikel Arteta different dynamics to play with and flirt with, I'm all for it really, and obviously where Zinchenko and Gabi Jesus are concerned, you know, they've got their best years in front of them. They're in their mid-20s, so there's an element of resale value. Again, we are going to come to some point at Arsenal where, like with Liverpool with Coutinho, one of the, I'm not, I'm just throwing names out there, you know, Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus, one of these guys might, you know, hopefully they all develop because they've all got potential, Saliba, Gabriel, etc. Hopefully they all develop, but there might come a time where money is presented where we can't say no, and they might want to go really like Hazard to 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 Madrid eventually, like Coutinho to Barca. As long as we can get top money, reinvest that properly, the well keeps spinning. There was a time, you know, Arsenal fans were crying about selling Nicolas Anelka. What happened after that? There was a time where you know, players would actually leave Arsenal and they wouldn't do much. They wouldn't do well at, at other clubs. And then they started winning trophies in that. So, yeah, I hear you, but that's all snooty for my, in my opinion. You know, I don't really care where the players come from, just as long as they, you know, we have more of a success rate than a failure. And I think in the last two seasons, literally this summer, they're just gone. And last summer, I think we've done okay in terms of signings. Obviously, the jewellery was out on Ben White and it still is out on all of them because they ain't been doing it for years. But Ben White's been a good addition, a lot to work on. The same is said for Aaron Ramsdale. You know what? The Probably the rabbit, the two crappiest signings, respectfully being a bit harsh, is probably Lokonga and Tavares. And again, you know, it's not like when you're putting a Bamian on big wages or Ozil or bringing in William or Marie or Cedric, you know, we can get some peas for them, really. Um, Zinchenko, Jesus, Fabio Vieira, they've all complemented the squad in their own way. Of course, there's several gears to go up. There's all potential they all need to do and whatnot. Smash the like button, YouTube crew as well, please, on that topic, people. So, you're right, man. You can't be first in the league and spend 50 million. If you don't spend now, you never will. I hear you. Listen, when I hear 50 mil, I think that's meaty, bro. I don't know where that where that goes, how far that goes in today's day and age. January is difficult to do business. Everybody knows Arsenal is, 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 is 
you know, kind of desperate for a couple of additions. We've been linked with a left-sided centre-back, a bunch of midfielders, and a, and we and Arteta and us would probably like a winger, depending on the profile and what stage they're at in their career. I'm not going to say 50 million can't do the job because 50 million should be able to get you a midfielder or two. I don't think Leicester let Telemans go in January, but they can't ask for the whole of that budget, probably half of that. Or, you know, Danilo's about 20, 30. So it's not going to go far, but, you know, it, it, it could do something. It all depends on the level of scouting. Again, I don't know this, but maybe if you find, uh, we're just speaking about the Napoli brother, that uh, the, the left winger, if you got him before his name was kind of hot for 10 million, if you got Mudrick, if you did want him before his name's kind of hot, you know, you can make things work. But we kind of need curtain raisers. We kind of need people that can hit the ground running. And obviously anyone can do this regardless of whatever league they're playing in. But I can't really see how far 50 mil goes, really. But I'm not a transfer man. I don't know any of them things there, people. So you have to pray and hope, hope and pray and all of that, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Two signings, one cut it. We need three at least. It all depends on the calibre of players. I would like two free signings, a six and two eights, or at least two midfielders. But at this point, beggars can't be choosers, really and truly, man. Stretch me a, a midfielder, left-sided centre-back and a winger. Again, like I said, Stylish, so we're in agreement, but 50 mil, unless you're going for emerging talents, which in this day and age, potential is the new buzzword. If someone's got the potential to be a good player, you know, today's day and age with football, it's not about what you've done, it's what you can do. If, if you're a talented early 20-year-old and everyone says you've got potential to be a captain for club and country, crap load of money so it all depends really on our level of scouting you know there has to you know i just hope the work started towards this transfer window when evidently we had a good early start to the summer window but it ended in a bit of a brazy one now i wouldn't go for rabiot end up beefing his mum and dad really shout out yourself my guy big up dg hope you're good in regards to mudrick i can't give an informed opinion since i've only watched champions league highlights but what i will say is most of his good moments come via transition so i don't know if we should go for him he does look like yeah man when there's a lot of space he's decent but he looks like a, again i'm no expert i don't watch ukrainian football a lot of people can talk about mudrick's strengths not really his weaknesses from what i see we could do a lot worse i'm not really on the 50 million thing but again it's either you sign him for 35, 50 million, whatever they're talking about, and and he looks less, he looks to be a star, or we wait and we say, what's if? Um, he does look like he's comfortable in tight spaces, does look like he's uh, got good mentality, does look like he's capable of moments of madness. I do think people are kind of gassing him and putting him on a level he's not, but he ties into what we're trying to do, really and truly. So it all depends. Maybe we can do a Spurs team with Cooler and Bentacle. Way. Hope so. Vlahovic must be banging his head on the wall after rejecting Arsenal, only to meet them again in the Europa League. Karma is a female dog. Bit harsh, but, um, you know, it, again, it was his dream to play for Juventus and that. So fair play to the lad, really. Of course, I'm here for the banter and that. But Arsenal and Vlahovic, you can never say never. We might cross paths again, but it's irrelevant. I do think uh, some Arsenal fans are behaving a bit like a bitter ex, really. Like, they just have to let it go. And obviously, it's Kalas for Juventus, eliminated from the Champions League. They don't want to be playing in Europa. I'd love to play them and dump them out and all the memes go out with Vlahovic but money to allow it it's almost irrelevant what Juventus and, and 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 Arsenal were doing if that was his dream and obviously I assume he signed a four or five year deal it looks like Allegri's a dead man walking in football terms even though he won't be sacked today you know in the next five years Juventus might get back on stuff he probably will you know I hope not bad minding but 
he probably will pick up a league title there and things like that. And to be fair with you, maybe we wouldn't have got Jesus. I'd like to think we'd have both of them. Maybe Jesus would be playing out wide and Vlahovic through the middle. But it's over, man. I'm not too sure he'd be banging his head. I think he's more stressed out about what Juventus are doing. The fact of, obviously, he was... Everything you touch turned to gold at, at Fiorentina. When you join Juventus or, you know, you, you join a bigger team, you're going to be under the microscope a hell of a lot more, really. So I like Vlahovic. Um, and I think he'll do all right. You know, would have loved him at the carpet. But I do think Arsenal fans have just got to let that one day go, man. 50 mil budget. for Sorry, folks, just making a timestamp. Well, see you lot saying, people. Is, is Danilo even good enough? I don't know. I mean, if we've scouted him, he has to be decent. But where I'm wary, you're expecting someone that's having a bit of a flat season at the moment to join in the Premier League mid-season in his early 20s and kind of hit the ground running because we already know the hectic fix, fixture calendar list. We already, we don't know, but we, we don't know how the World Cup's going to affect things. But we do know that it's uncharted waters and he is a young player. He'd need to be given scope to develop on and off the field, feel comfortable, adapt to the tactics, intensity, all of that jazz. So I would love to, I would love to see him do well, but, you know, he's a young man, isn't it, really and truly? DG Henderson got NFA. Yeah, I see that. We're going to get into that still. You know, I see that. I see that. Kronke needs to look at the table. You we should tap in with Wenger's French scouts. The Brazilian team can only get you so far. Edu should get fired, get Luis Campos. I'd love it. But, you know, in today's day and age, it's not a Wenger thing like that. Everybody knows everyone, you know. If, again, there's a bag of French dons, a bag of Brazilian dons, a bag of everyone, you know, top scouts all over the business. It's not really a thing where, you know, let's just say, for example, Klopp comes from Germany. He knows all the dons in Germany that no one else knows. Long gone are them days, you know. Obviously, Wenger was one of the first foreign gaffers to come here and, well, the first to win the league and the first to give people problems. Obviously, you look around the league, there's bare different cultures and that in across all markets. So, just bring the right players in, whether they're homegrown, whether they're emerging Brazilian talents, whatever in it, just bring the right players. Of course, you've got to put the money down, you've got to act fast and you know, depending on where they're at in terms of their reputation or what they've given to the game so far, there's a premium. And obviously, everybody knows Premier League teams got money. You see the riches of the game, really, because of new owners coming in and whatnot. You know, whether you're winning the title or whatnot, there's there's money. So everybody just wants to sell to the highest bidder, really and truly. Any player that has a decent 18 months finds himself in the Premier League, really and truly. So just bring that, just bring in the right players. I act fast, really, because we've still got that thing where we kind of sit on our hands. We saw that to a degree. As again, we're not privy to the finer details, but we saw that with Rafina, with Pedro Neto, the back and forth with Telemans, the back and forth with Vlahovic, the back and forth with Douglas Luiz, actually the back and forth with Arfamelo last January. And I'm pretty sure there's many things that are missing out, really and truly. I hope it's WAS, but the papers are saying 50 million active. It's got to be WAS, man. They have to be deluded. We can do major business in the summer. Yeah, it's just about complementing the side. But it all depends who you get, really. We can get Indico for 10 million, Tussart for 25, Fifana for 30, Tony for 50, 60. Oh, I don't know about Tony for 50, 60. Good player, but bloody hell. You know, I think we're playing a bit FIFA, but 25 million for Tussart. Good player, complements the side, but I'd rather save as much as he's good and he scored a good guy at the weekend. I'd rather save that 25, add it to the summer budget and maybe go for an X-Winger, really, because I'm taking Tossar. He savages us. He's a big game player. You know, there's a sense of urgency because, he, you know, he's still got a number of years, but he ain't got time to mess about. He says he doesn't want to sit on the bench if he moves. He's got a year left on his deal with an option of another year. So maybe Brighton could actually play hardball and afford to 
do what teams do next year, really. So I'm not too sure. 50M budget isn't bad. We could get at least a number six and a winger with that money. I don't know, you know, really. You could do the scouting, emerging talent thing. Wouldn't mind that Angelo guy who's 17, 18, who's apparently Newcastle onto him. But the, the wingers we've been linked with, you know, Pedro Neto and all them sort of guys, they're Mudruk and these guys, you're not going to get a midfielder and that for 50 million unless there's some situation we're able to take serious advantage of. I don't know too much about Lincoln from Fenerbahce. I'd have to take your word for it. I wish never Neto never got that long-term injury. Would be a no-brainer signing Jan, but we'll have to see. Pardon me. Scrolling all the way up. What else have we missed out here, man? And you scroll the way up. Big up you lot for your talking points and whatnot. Keep them coming. Odegaard needs to learn to shoot and it'll be good. I mean, the whole team could. Last season, we apparently spent... 40 million to spend according to the media, but spent close to 150. And that Alexandra Lacazette, don't think that's him. But this is why, you know, it's, it just remains a talking point, really and truly. I don't know, you know, did is it a thing where Kronke gave them a budget and said, this is your budget between January and the summer. We spent a portion in the summer. We didn't get over the line with Douglas Louise and them, and that carries over to, 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 to the January. And on is it a thing where that's also something But Kronke looks and says, you know what? Probably since I've walked in through the door, excluding winning trophies, it's the most positive Arsenal's been. I believe in Arteta. I've given him a new deal. Saka, Martinelli, Saliba could all sign new deals. Let me give you some more bread, compliment the side. And I'm no transfer man, but I know a lot of the time when it comes to money for transfers, sometimes new wages and, and, and contracts are factored into that really. So again, I'm no transfer man, but if Saka, Saliba, Martinelli all sign new deals tomorrow... Does that take anything out of this alleged budget? And also, again, I'm no transfer man, but a lot of the time we see 50 million, 100 million or whatever, and we forget that that more time includes the wages as well. That's your budget to give man wages and, and do other things. So I don't know, people, really. We could do the instalment thing. It all depends on the calibre of players we're going for, really and truly. Mares won't be great for us, that's cap. You can't be first in the league and spend 50 million. If you don't spend, you never will. To be honest, we've been spending and we ain't been near where we are at the moment. To be honest, Mahrez needs to slap himself because he took the pen off Gundogan and effed it up. 50 million would only get us a good midfielder unless they're thinking they can get Telemans for 15. You know, based on reports today, it feels like Telemans is a summer thing, but who knows, man. Mudrik alone will probably only be more than 50 million. Shout out, Graham. Good afternoon. I'm always skeptical about these so-called budgets. They said we didn't have that much to spend in the summer, but we spent over 100 million. Let's use the loan market if that's all we have. Yeah, I agree with you, but it all depends who's available for loan. Like they gotta be good players, really. You know, we probably have to take advantage of some situations where players aren't getting game time and the rest of it. As long as we've done our scouting, then I don't care if the players cost two million or their household names that cost two hundred million. Because we've seen big money signings flop, we've seen shrewd additions flop, we've seen big money signings do all right or high profile additions do all right. We've also, likewise, seen players that have come in, you know, not really moving the ball out and stuff, and done quite well, really and truly. So we'll have to see, man. And of Valencia, Brazy, uh, the West Ham done myth, classic war chest rumors. This is the best period to blow peas, anyways. This has been our best chance of winning the league, ain't happening regardless in a minute. Just spent to show ambition. I hear you, but again, also, how much are Arsenal and the and the and the accountants gonna, you know, 
put towards January where we actually we we actually don't as much as we're, we're doing well we actually don't know I'm not being pessimistic but we don't know if we're going to get Champions League yes if we spend it could give us a push like you saw with Spurs' editions of Kulisevsky and Bentacore last some last Jan you know they might say all right cool regardless of Champions League or whatever we're going to make a meal of this we're going to inject finances they might say well you know what without it being confirmed that we're getting Champions League we might not spend what we need to spend, you know. Again, getting Champions League, Europa League football and no football mathematically are all still factors that could happen where Arsenal's concerned. Like the button, amen. Every window we hear war chest followed by 50 million budget due to no Champions League. I am looking forward to that FIFA doc as well. I'd rather we use the money to go towards contract renewals. Champions League money will attract players later, focus on the goal of Champions League first. It's true, but, you know, you look at the squad, we're going to need that. If we're top two in Jan, we should go out to win the league. I don't think any single Arsenal player, anyone connected with Arsenal, doesn't want to win the league. But the goal is top four first, really. Let's just, you know what? Let's just keep winning every game we can and see what we, situations we can take advantage of. I definitely hope in January and beyond, some optimistic Arsenal fans are still doing the talking about winning the league title because it should kind of the close we get towards May, it should almost become somewhat of inferior formality that Arsenal are in the Champions League. But yeah, man. That's what I would say in relation to that. Let the owner sell the club straight away. It's shameful. Realistically, Cronkies are not going anywhere anytime soon. Ishmael Asar, ah, not really convinced me. Need to see a bit more. Sums up their ambition, really. But we know, again, to be honest, I agree with what you lot are saying, but money's been spent, you know, in the last 18 months, two years, including now. I can't really get at the Cronkies. Now, I can question the Cronkies when you see what Chelsea are doing, even though that's not what they're doing and things like that. Um, they've spent money. You know, the last, last season, getting top four or not getting top four wasn't on them. Money's been spent. You know, they spent 50 million on Ben White off the back of one Premier League season. It's 30 million on Ramsdale. Significant, invest, you know, gave Aubameyang a new deal and then let the gaffer tear it up. Money's been spent. 20 million on Lokonga. You know, we haven't seen much from that. You know, these owners spent 45 million on party, you know, really. Or Edu as well really, because he's in charge of them thing there. Then we all know party's quality, but if he was to put up all of these signings, there's still question marks over party. The quality's there, but there's other factors. So money's been spent. And also, again, even though I don't kind of agree, to a degree, you can only judge someone on their own principles, really. You know, Kronke is never going to... Kronke, you've seen it at all the American clubs he does. They get a young manager, they kind of supplement him and leave him to his own devices. And this is the project we're undertaking. Is it sustainable? to not spend money, even though we have been spending money. Do we need some curtain raises? Some As much as I like this youngster thing and I always want us to sign youngsters, do we need some players that are just ready now? Maybe they they don't necessarily have to be big profile names, but could you find a winger that's got a strong CV of goals and assists in the league? Could you find a centre-back that's unlike Gabriel Saliba, Ben White and these kind of guys that has been through his defensive education and he's just ready? Scouting is part of the job, really. So I don't really know, you know, of course... I would like, this, you know, I'd like Newcastle's owners. I'd like City's owners. I, Todd Burry, just, you know, I want to see us splash cash and be linked with the young and all these things. But it's a madness. Smash the likes, people. At least 100 likes. Come on, appreciate you lot in the chat getting people on task with that, people. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. Fantastic talking points. People, don't go anywhere. My ring alarm's gone off. Someone's at my door. I'll be back in 30 seconds. All right, that's a cap. A minute.
Hey, my wires came. I'm back, folks. I'm back, folks. Quickly, I told you. But that's probably 45 seconds, but I'm back, man. I'm back. They profited 60 million this year on the NFL alone. He can dash us 20. Yeah, but does he care about it like that? Like, I would love to know what sport Kronke is passionate about. Respectfully, car man, see him at Super Bowls and them thing there. This is just Kronke's club, really and truly. It's almost like his dad has said, yo, you do your thing. You're a young man. Go and chat to the young man, Eddie and Arteta with the young players. You pattern off your thing, really. That's the cron case pulling up at your door to hand man the 50 mil budget to spend it. Yeah, boy, I'll be honest, you give me 50 million Arsenal outsigning anyone, but I'm effing off to the Maldives or Dubai or Saturn where there's no taxes and that. I'm gone, my guy. You'll see bad graphics. I'm gone. I'm gone. Big up you lot, man. 50 million might just be the cron investment, not the club's budget. We could potentially have more than that. 600, bro. Apologies. That was scary. What the hell was that? Cronkays have slunk in the background since we've been doing well. To be fair, they, they're hands off. They're hands off owners. Like, of course, I would pro probably like having other dons, but they're hands off owners. You know, that's they're telling us what they're on, really, rightly or wrongly. You know, if this is how they're doing things, you know, it's like expecting our, it's like expecting Wenger to play direct football, like just hoofing it. You know, I can't even if that was how we we required to win the league. That's not his principles. That's not how he runs his his tactics, and this is not how they run their business. So. On one hand, I agree with you lot, but on the other hand, bro, this is what they're doing, isn't it? And let's be honest, we have had money to spend and we haven't always spent it correctly. Like I said, in the last two years, I think, all right, their signings I'm cool with, you know. I think I'm a fan of Odegaard, 30 million. I think that's a still, some might say the jury's even still out with him, you know, really. Um, you know, I do like that. I like what, I, well, I never thought we'd have got Gab Jesus, but you know, he needs to prove he could score goals. But I think that's a good addition. Zinchenko's brought things to the table, really and truly, you know. And at, at some hand, there's been money spent. We haven't necessarily spent it the right way, you know. Again, I don't know what to believe, but all of a sudden, this 50 million budget. Last January, we heard the same sort of stuff. All of a sudden, maybe we're bidding for players, you know, you have no chance of getting, but 70-odd million for Vlahovic. Obviously, the fees that were said potentially for Pedro, Neto and Rafina. Obviously, if someone costs 50 million, you don't just put 50 million in their bank account. There's all, you know, different ways of running it to them and variables and percentages and all that smart stuff. But smash the like button, people. But I don't know, really. I mean, we could we have to take advantage of, of loans. But who is available, really? Apart from random young players, obviously in January, there'll be players across Europe at our club and elsewhere in the Prem and elsewhere that are not getting game time or want to look at their situation. Who is there right now? Off the top of your head, who is, who is there? Like, we have to try and utilise the low market if it's there, but who is there? Let's be real. The media reports on our funds are always very wrong. Amen. Sangare can do a thing, I swear. I wasn't too sure, but I've seen enough over the past season and a half to know he can be a proper shoe-in for party. A bit lacking technically, but does his job. Balogun's doing well, man. Seven goals in 12. He's doing what he needs to do. You're my guy, really. Milinkovic, Savic, a myth in Jan. Again, I'd never say never, but if you was asking me to put money down on that, it's a myth. You have more chance in the summer. I think them kind of man there, they'll be available for a lot cheaper than probably they've ever been because he's contracted until 2024. But we probably would, I would love to be wrong, but them kind of guys there probably need to confirm Champions League football before they sign for us or before we could commit to what they do or don't want. I'm always sceptical on any reports that link us with players that are Italian or playing in Italy. You know, Locatelli, 
Jaka to Roma, Zanolio, Vlahovic, Torreira Saga to Fiorentino, Milinkovic Savic is is even a real person at this moment in time, really. You know, he's it's the only I'm, I'm inclined to believe he's linked, he's a real person because once upon a time he was only linked with Manchester United, now he's linked with other clubs. So I don't know, man. I mean, it all the, it's relative, really. I hear you. Typically, you know, if you want to sign good players and players that are curtain raisers, then there comes a fee. But we have spent money, really, you know. And they haven't always got bang for a buck. 45 million for party. It wasn't 72 million for Pepe up front. And it wasn't, Pepe was under a different regime. But money's been spent. Bringing in William on big deals, whether it's a chance, money's been spent. You just have to buy correctly. Because I know it's a shiny new toy. We sign a blockbuster signing, but what are they on? In context, you have to look at who out of our squad absolutely starts for City, and that's the levels. We have to do it like we are. Otherwise, we need five or six more players. True, DG, but that's for the rebuild and foundation, to be honest. I don't know the point we're saying there. I mean, if they would give us Barella, I'm all for that. But again, like, many variables. No, we can't get into the Cron case, but it's jarring. If we can only bring in two players in Jam, what areas would you want us to address and who are the realistic targets you'd want us to sign? Not a clue for realistic targets and all of that, but I need to see midfield an eight or a six or both of them or one of them, you know. I need to, I would, I would, I would want to, I really want to wing. I'd love another centre-half, but I'm very scared for a midfield, really, if I'm honest with you. Because there's only three real midfield men that I bet on Xhaka, whether he's doing this new Xhaka role he's doing or playing slightly different um, prior to this. Part A, if fit, his quality, if and fit, then you know where it is. El Nene, you kind of, you know what you're getting with El Nene. Big fan of Lokonga, think there's a player in there, but don't know what I'm getting. And as much as it's a youngster thing, if we're just looking at three points, staying near the top of the table, trying to get top four, would you put on Lokonga at this moment in time? I would like to loan him out, really and truly, if, in an ideal world, bringing a couple midfielders, Lokonga, off-season loan, patting up. Next summer, we see what you're on. But I'm not saying I wouldn't sanction any loans unless unless people come in. I'm not really for recalling Balogun and Patino and all these guys respectfully to them. If we need to do it, let them stay out there, out of them, out of the mix. Develop people. What's the point bringing them back to to, to sit on the bench? You know, and respectfully. You know, it's been 12 games for Balogun. It's been about 11 for Patino. It's a different dynamic expecting them to do it in the Premier League. You know, you're never ready. No one's ever ready. There's never an ideal time to play players. But, you know, fans want it every, all, all the way, really. So that's what I would say. Spending have to make sense. We'd really focus on midfield. Honestly, Man City are very likely to win the league. 50 M's ain't enough. This Jan is the real all or nothing. Spending another 150 million is a win-win. I hear that, man. Interesting comments, man. Interesting comments. Keep them flowing, people. Keep them flowing. Number six, I don't have a clue, man. I don't have a clue, man. I'd have to... Do you know what? I like that Fifana, lad. But I kind of don't want... I could wheel off the youngsters, but I don't really want that, if I'm honest with you. I kind of want someone ready, people on this thing right now, if that makes sense. DJ getting there. Do you barbecue invite? Would love to, man. Bro, I believe Arteta's trying to win the league this year and the Cronkays want that title. They just won in America, winning the league with the youngest squad and manager. I hope so, but you need a lot more than that, you know. I like what we're doing and how we're playing, but I do think fans are... End of the day, it's a results-driven business. We wouldn't have these talking points if we didn't do what we're doing, innit? You know, we've dropped points against what? Three points against United, five points, two points against Southampton, five against United. But I do think while we've earned that right, you know, no one gave us these three points. I do think people are letting the form and, and, and the building blocks we're installing put us on a level that we're not. 
you know, we probably should not be fighting for the title. That's not our business. We're doing what other teams aren't doing if we are fighting for the title. But I do think we're, oh, people are overstating the ability of this squad, how young they are, the brain farts, and the naiveties, even when we've won games. There's been naiveties in Leicester. Same naiveties that cost us against United, you know, led to the penalty. Again, again defensive transition, people. We're lucky against Leeds, let ourselves down against Southampton. I've mentioned Man United and Leicester. Fulham little brain farts. We're not where we need to be. We're on the right road. We're on the right direction. But people need to relax a bit, in my opinion. Oh, by all means, I want these talking points to continue. But And as much as I want to fight for the league, Kone of Gladbach would be lit. Be lit. Forget Telemans. Brazy. Telemans still a thing. We should get a centre defensive mid and a striker. I don't think we're going to get a striker. So, yeah, man. Torres Midi. Ferran Torres, I'll have him, but yeah, man, Kessier, if you could see, you know, if, if Barca are broken, it's not quite worked out, why not really and truly, but would you want to, do you see that? I'd love Ruben Neves, but he looks like he's on Barca. Rafina looking like a dud in Spain, glad to have missed out or too soon to tell. Well, based on how he's playing, glad to have missed out, evidently, broski, but Barcelona's a different ball game. He's still acting, he's still doing things that he's doing at Leeds, you know, losing the ball too immaturely, you know, you need to retain the ball a bit better. He's in the big boy leagues now, a bit like Grealish at City, all the things that everyone was wild about with you at Villa or Leeds in Rafinha's case, no one cares about that, Barca. You being a good player, you have a fantastic ability, boy, there's however many men that can do these things. So I'll give him until next season, you know, I don't want to write a man off really because this is the levels, but right now it's looking like we dodged the bullet, but I'm still having him. Ben White party, 100 million. They are, we have spent. 50 mil will get us two gritty players that are in the Prem. Example of Brighton players that are cheap but are killing at the moment. I don't know, man. I, you know, if we got 50 million, what, 25 million bid for that Calcedo, Calcedo guy at Brighton? You know, Douglas Louise is probably done. Balogun and Enketia might have to do a switch next season. Not going to lie, probably. Or ship them both on loan. Someone asked about contracts, not a clue. I'd have Kessier. City and Chelsea have, and PSG have inflated football. Ah, I think every, I hear that, but everyone's guilty. Would you take Cater on a free in the summer? Nope, because he's a good player. But, boy, you know, when we're linked with Cater, can, could you imagine Cater, Kante, Partey, all part, all part of our team? Bro, there'll be hella bants in the physio room. But, yeah, man. Well, go on, my killie. To be fair, you know, Arsenal have held a lot of L's, but we tried to get Valverde. Work permit flopped it. And then there's other rumours that, you know, we were kind of sitting on our hands, to be fair. And, you know, our losses, Real Madrid's gay, did it? Exactly. They'd want 40 million. Enzo Lafay, I've done a video on him. He's decent. Probably not that, not an eight. Bit diminutive, if I'm honest. Why aren't we adding to the pressure? Why aren't we adding pressure to the Cronkies then? There are ways to space. If this is true, we need to get them out. OK, I hear that. But how? How? Protests? You know, because when it was more toxic, you know, Everyone was protesting outside the Emirates, but put yourself in their shoes. If you're if you're the Cronkies and you own the stadium and you can see fans protesting, of course it should make you think about stuff. But you can just shut your blinds. There's nothing as fans we can do. I don't I don't mean that. And obviously we can make our voice heard, but when there's a tangible thing, why not? And to be fair to you, the club is the healthiest it's ever been. And as I said, if we fail top four this summer, if we like we failed last year. As much as I would like new owners that spend the cash and stuff, not that Cronkies haven't, bro, you can't blame them. Anything we failed this season, and I listen, I will do a lot in the grand scheme of Arsenal structure to not blame Mikel Arteta. But if we don't get top four, it's on Edu and Mikel Arteta's planning of this squad and failures and successes like last season. 
Canuch is where it is. And if I was Cronkay, I would want to spend money, but I couldn't begrudge them if they sat there and thought, oh, hold on a minute, I've given you a lot of money. Everyone's starting to, it's only now they're starting to do building blocks, but there's been some else did. You can't blame the Cronkays no more. When Arsenal got Cronkay to the club, had the greatest down forever. Yep. We tried everything. They are like the Glazers. They ain't leaving. Yeah, man. They're sourcing, man. Arsenal need to go for Zaha. I mean, for on a free, depending on the length of contract, why not? But it's not that deep, man. If we have 50 million, that means we can buy about 100 to 120 worth of players as transfer fees aren't usually paid in full upfront unless it's a release clause or the selling club demands it specifically. I think the challenge should have been the goal for this year to get as close as we can from the start. I hear, listen, sometimes goalpost shifts and if there's any chance of going for the league title, go for it. But come on now, the task was top four. It, the goal in the summer was top four, go as far as you can in the Europa League. And that has to remain the task, really. You know, I don't... Obviously, when you hear the way they speak, of course, they want to win titles. And when you arrest the issues you had and you do better, you never know what could happen. But I very much doubt Mikel Arteta and these players sat there, regardless what they said, and said, we're going for the Prem. We finished fifth. You know, eighth, eighth, fifth. Anything can happen, but come on now. And obviously, we've got a naive squad. City have a more experienced squad than us, really. You know, the young players aren't going to cut it at times. But they have been true to their word and given the money. I don't know what else they can do after all the stuff that went down before. Would never have Keita as the only midfielder. But if he was a squad addition, along with a Martin, I'd leave it alone. Kate, a good player, but I'd leave it alone. If he signs for the carpet, more life to you, but me, man. I'll bet on you. We need players that we know are going to be fit and durable and them things, especially if Mikel Arteta, you know, wants to do this, you know, playing everyone as, as much as he can. Because Champions League, bro, there should be less chances for young players next season. Obviously, if you're there and you earn it, fair play. But man can't be, not that we've done this, but shh, it's not the Europa League where you can play, you know, your C squad. You need to play your strongest squad, you know. You need to keep doing what we're doing in the league. So we need more players that we can rely on sort of thing. Whether that's because of fitness, whether that's a certain profile, whether that's a certain experience, which is subjective, is where it is. Enzo Lafie would be good, but can he, you know, I don't know, man. James Madison's lit, but we're not going to buy that, man. We got, I would love him, but we've got Fabio Vieira, Zinchenko, Smith-Rowe, Odegaard, probably missing out one as well. Of course, Madison can play as an eight, can play out just off like an inverted playmaker, can play in a 10, but that's probably the same logic with Paqueta, really. And, and Madison, a bit like Milinkovic-Savage, probably be the cheapest he's ever been available. But when you have got these question marks over a six and an eight and maybe a more pressing need to sign more depth in defence, maybe with a right-back or a left or, 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 or a left-sided centre-back, Madison would be a luxury signing, if I'm honest with you probably need another striker before we talk about bringing in the profile of Madison as much as I would love him at the carpet and evidently he is a fantastic player and he would do so much good for us really but yeah still not 100 likes people 77 unexpected higher bills due Arsenal won't sign a damn player in January if you don't hit the like button people I mean I think they will take 20, 25 million for for Telemans and it would help us but would you pay 25 million which just without being too smart about it could be half of your budget on a player with six months left or would you say, you know what, bring in an X-Man that could be cheaper, let our resources stretch that little bit more and then deal with Telemans in the summer? I'd rather Telemans or any midfielder arrive in January rather than the summer because it doesn't help me because, you know, 
we could we might we might or might not be in the top four come the summer really in Dikar, Milinkovic Savage with Smith Rowe coming back, I'd be happy with that same. But boy, Milinkovic Savage, again, their owners are, are playing hardball over him at this at this current moment in time, really. They're they're on this, they're on this madness. Like sh- I think they'll sell him in the summer. I'd prefer Zaha to Madison. Two very different sort of players. I prefer Madison. There's more long- longevity there, really. But I'll have Zaha. I wouldn't say no at all. Since we're in a title charge, you have to spend at least eight. You don't have to spend anything. You can spend eight eight quid. It all depends buy correctly, you know. Because if that fans want budget spent, and then when these guys don't do much, just buy correctly. Just make sure the talent ID is on point. But I'll leave you lot to think what you need to think, man. What do you think of Telemans, Calcedo, and Danilo for 50 million and potentially someone else if there's room for the budget? Telemans, welcome, Cancelo, uh Casado, sorry, and Danilo are welcome, but I you can't do all of that for 50 million. You know, Calcedo at Brighton, they've just sold Cucurella for 60. Basuma last year, decent fee. They've got an appreciating asset with him, really. Would you be in any rush to get rid of that? You're going to play hardball. And we saw even with negotiations for Ben White, Brighton, if you want what they what, what you need, you know, Ben White, English tax, but we bought him off the back of one Premier League season, 50 million. What they're going to ask for Calcedo, who Man United wanted same time he was going Brighton. So everybody in the footballing world clearly knows he's talented. Danilo, it all depends on the fee, really. But again, if you're Palmeiras, yeah, they seem to be more open to selling him in Jan. But if I'm a Brazilian club or a, a, a European club that's not in the Prem, I'm going to sell. I'm going to have an asking price for Danilo. And because it's January and it's notoriously difficult to do business, I'm going to throw a bit of tax on that. And the next tax, because I know that you're desperate. And the next tax, because I know that he's a young man that I need to sell on the fee or I need something with that. Telemans, again, it all depends on the fee that Bright, uh, Leicester are seeking, really. 25 million at the end of the day, 25 million away from his contract for, for Telemans. I'll take that. But... I am starting to feel a bit of like a budget man, really. 25 million where you can get him for free in the summer. Maybe just get someone else, really. But I'd have all three if you could do that. But 50 million ain't going that. Ain't going that ain't going that far, man. There's no reason we can't attract players like Nkonki. Again, we're not gonna spend 50 odd million on Nkonki. He's going Chelsea for one, allegedly, but we're not gonna spend that on a striker when there's more pressing areas, you know, going backwards on our pitch. So who knows, man? Who knows? Just get things done. Zaha would have to be a free signing on a short-term contract for us to entertain. Exactly. Because the same one's championing it. Not that I'm saying I'm against it. They're going to be the same one. Go, oh, my God, it's poor planning from Arsenal. We bought a guy and put him on a five-year deal. We did this. We did that. We did the third. Why are we shocked at 50 million? Arteta has been working on a shoestring budget since he's been here. We haven't signed one player over 50 million. We have signed one for 45 million. And I wouldn't say shoestring budget isn't exactly true. What is the true cost of what Mikel Arteta has spent, really? And I listen, I'm not here to get anyone, but we can't act like he's working with pennies. You know, of course, we're going against a dynamic where we can't get into bidding wars, but it must be about 300, 400 million since he's got here. And, you know, he has been able to bring in Ben White for 50 odd million quid. 
bring in William on a big deal and tear it up. Give Aubameyang a new deal. Bring in Pablo, Marie and Cedric, which it doesn't matter if someone's bought for £2 or £20 million. Anytime a player's not doing their job, it's crazy. I don't think it's £50 million, but we can't pretend that Mikel Arteta is on a shoestring budget. Yes, I still do play FM. You pr I'm pretty sure you should see on YouTube that there's a bunch of streams to come alive today from myself. Big up everyone on Twitch because we was banging it out on such. Uh, I think one of my videos is scheduled to premiere. In fact, oh. It's actually premiering already. Shout out that man. I didn't I didn't know that. That's a bit of an admin error, but fair play to, to them. Arsenal don't sign back up. We're going to be a laughing tool. We're gonna, you know, we'd have failed ourselves if we don't compliment the squad. If we get SMS, we're gonna win the league DG. I don't think it's as simple as that, but I share the optimism. I think 50 mil is instant cash, so to speak, more like 100 million over three years. Again, I hope so, Bacon. What a name. What a name. Big up, DJ. I suppose 50 million is more than last chance. True. Where we kind of let players go versus bringing them in. You're on to, you're on to something there, lad. I'll tell you that. Smash the like. But we're not still at 100. You lot don't deserve my consistency day in, day out. I'll tell you. You'll miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. What a name. What a name. And let's finish that sparkling water. What else have we got? Keep your opinions coming, people. With that being said, so we start looking at what the tabloids and all of them things there are saying. 45.18 latest news. Let's refer to it as that. What is stopping a guy who spent 5.5 billion on the stadium? Because, you know, nothing really, but one, it's not our money to know. Two, it all depends on what he's doing with his peas, you know. Three, clearly, as we keep discussing, the way Cronkay run their club, it's not always about spending money. There's a particular way they go about it. So, you know, if you're expecting us to do what City, PSG, Chelsea under Abramovich, you're going to be sadly mistaken, really and truly. As I said, Chelsea, this is the dynamics. Chelsea and United are spending money. But if spending money was it all, I know City have been spending money. Chelsea and United would be right behind them, really and truly. United have been doing the nonsense we've been doing. Chelsea have been, been in that weird space where, yes, they've won the Champions League. But it's like they either go to what Liverpool historically in the last few years have been doing and, and City, or they drop down to what the United's Arsenal and Spurs are doing. And they, you have your answer. They finish third. Quite fortunate that. All the other teams were worse. You know, third and fourth is a battle of inconsistency in itself. Arsenal and Spurs, you know, same way Spurs got top four and it papered over cracks. It would have papered over a lot of cracks at us. They managed to be worse than us. For all our good, bad and the ugly last season, United managed to be worse than us. So, we, bro, man, know what this thing is. United have got money to spend. Of course, it's difficult. Of course, it hurts us. But if, if man don't believe they can compete regardless, then they need to pack up. Spending isn't everything. Or, you know, English teams be winning the Champions League every season. And for Mikel Arteta, I don't have sympathy. I have sympathy, but don't put a gun to your head to take the job. And you have spent money. There's been money to spend. There's been signings we've not made. There's been signings we've made that haven't worked out. And we know they've got more money than us. Crazy. So, yeah, man, that would be my thoughts. We know they got bread. We aren't either of them clubs, man. Cronkays aren't entitled to spend a dime. We don't need to be Chelsea or City to spend for quality players. We don't, but we have spent money. <laughs> you know, we can't act like there is two There is two truths to it. One hand, that we might not be spending enough. We kind of give up. But when we spent money, big money, haven't got too much bang for our buck. Pepe didn't work. 
part eight quality player, but jury still out. There's many others. Like even if it wasn't a way, if it, even if it wasn't a fee with wages, but I think we're kind of going around in circles, man. Depleting resources that need replenishing in Jan. Fingers crossed, we can't compare things to last season. We're in a real title race, then the squad has to be bolstered. I think we do have to, con you know, we, there's many comparisons. It's still a 38 game calendar. We still have to go to tougher away games. We still need to show greater consistencies. There's this certain things that we've been winning games that would that last season when we was winning games, you look at Watford, you look at Leicester, Leicester away, you look at Villa away that we're getting away with. So there is stuff. I don't know if we're in a title race. I'll leave you lot to draw that conclusion. You know, top four is the minimum for me. We don't get top four question marks over the owners, over the technical director, over Mikel Arteta and Actually, not the players really, but the play well, the players as well. And again, there is a and, and again, there is the one big comparison with last season in that, you know, is the squad is the squad capable in terms of the depth. That was our issue beyond many things. I do I think people, I do think when you talk about football, fans have an inability to consider many variables. You know, there are two truths can live in one realm, but yeah, man, it is what it is. In that regards, man, let's start looking at what's going on in the papers and all those sort of things, people. Let's close that. First things first, before anything, people, again, some of you have always been asking with this Henderson and Gabrielle thing. Update on the investigation in relation to Arsenal and Liverpool people. Following an investigation into an allegation received by the FA in the Premier League fixture between, obviously, the two sides on the 9th of October, FA can confirm that it's NFA. They will not be taking any disciplinary action. They received a complaint about an incident involving two players in this fixture. As a result of the complaint, the FA conducted a full and thorough investigation. The investigation, including taking witness statements from the compliant and the accused, along with additional six players who were within proximity of the alleged incident, reviewing multiple angles of video footage and seeking independent linguistics experts' evidence. None of the witnesses heard the alleged comment and the player accused has denied the allegation throughout. Whilst the FA is entirely satisfied that the allegation was made in good faith, it is entirely satisfied that there is no case to answer. So there you have it. And that's that really. Uh, Weston McKenney can stay at yard, man. Let him do up spring break and that. Um, Arsenal in talks to wear bespoke new Adidas kit for PSV match to avoid clash in the Europa League people. Apparently, Adidas have reached have helped reach a potential compromise by decide, dis, designing bespoke grey shorts to be worn on the night, paired with Arsenal's black away shirt and socks, people. On the topic of that, people, we will be watching PSV Arsenal tomorrow, people. Um, and obviously, later today, smash the like button. We'll be watching Bayern Munich against Barcelona. Must win for Barcelona. Somehow, they're going to be, be, you know, going out. Uh, away from that, what's this? Irrelevant. Uh, Arsenal begin talks with technical director Edu over a new long-term contract after his star signings guided Mikel Arteta's side to the top of the table amid growing interest in the Brazilian. We have heard for quite a while there's a couple of European clubs. Fabrizio Romano said two European clubs that are allegedly interested in Edu. Naturally, he was going to get a new deal to probably tie in long-term. Um, I'm not going to lie, big up Edu, but if you could get someone more experienced than him, then I would. I like what Edu's done. You have to give him some 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 you know some praise he's helped to bring in signings i just feel when you look at january and you look at the summer when the pressure's on and we just need a miracle sort of thing i don't think he's been able to get the, the striker at the time in january and obviously a midfielder in the summer but you know if there's talk over saliba martinelli 
Gabriel signed a new deal. Xhaka talk. Ramsdale talk. A bunch of new players, new deals. Mikel Arteta signed a new deal not too long ago. We hope Saka, Martinelli and Saliba get new deals. Probably makes sense for the technical director to get one, innit? Really and truly. So, yeah, it is. Well, it is. Apparently, he's impressed in his role as Gunners transfer guru in recent years. You know, I'm, I'm, you got to go and get me a Gamares, really, because you... I blame you for not bringing Gamara as an in for him, for him being up time side. But Arsenal moved to secure the future of Edu after the Brazilian's impressive summer transfer window. As you know, he was involved in the signings of Jesus and Zinchenko and anything else we've done. Smash the like button. He's won an FA Cup with, with Arteta as well. So the Cronkays believe he should be rewarded. Um, and, you know, when you hear that we're trying to build up links with other clubs in Holland and Brazil and that, Edu could do a lot. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I am very much harsher on Edu because I just feel Arteta is learning is learning on the job. I think it's a very unique situation to have a young squad, a young di technical director and a young manager. If you could, I would prefer an experienced director because I do think someone with more experience could maybe pull a rabbit out the hat. Well, I'm not against Edu. Pick him up. Uh, he's developed, developing a reputation as one of the most impressive football administrators in European football and the Gunners want their former midfielder to sign a contract renewal. Sports Mail, obviously of the Daily Mail people, understands that the wheels are in motion towards a new deal for Edu, which Arsenal hope will secure his long-term future amid growing interest in the technical director. And it means if things go wrong, more compensation for you. Long-term could be anything. It could be three years, it could be five years, so who knows? There has been concrete sorry, interest from at least two European clubs in Edu, something Arsenal are understood to be aware of. Sources have described the interest in Edu as a very interesting people. Edu is believed to be happy at the Emirates and indications are that the South American is minded to commit to the Premier League club. And I do, as much as I like what Arteta is doing, maybe if certain things weren't done at other clubs like Arteta, he might be out of a job. Edu might lose his technical director job, but... I like what we're doing. Keep it going, innit? So, yeah, and it sends out a good message. If Arteta signed a new deal, if the other players sign a new deal, then obviously, as long with the technical director, it tells potential targets that anything can happen in football. Just because you signed a new deal don't mean you can't get sacked, but it shows, without talking about the dynamics, that things can happen, innit? Um, as you can see here, people, Barca hold back on bid to sign Ruben Never. What? Then we need to get involved then. Oh, what is anyways? Barca hold back on their plan to sign Wolves star Ruben Neves as long-term replacement for Busquets, with Xavi fearing the midfielder would not fit into his system at the Camp Nou or Nor Camp. Apparently, they were reportedly keen on signing him in January on for 50 million euros or well, on loan with an obligation to buy him. That equates to about 43 million. Contracted until 2024 as well, really. And Wolves aren't doing that good. So I do think that's a bit pricey, but. You know, Barca are not involved. Let's get involved as well, really. Or maybe it's too expensive. But, yeah, maybe Xavi might not even have a job as well, man. Even though I want Xavi to work out. Arsenal to back Mikel Arteta's Premier League title challenge with 50 million transfer war chests in January. And the Gunners boss wants to add a midfielder and a winger in bid to sustain charge. All depends, man. It's going to have to be emerging talents, really and truly. I can't wait. I can see us. You could get a midfielder, but a midfielder and a winger based on if we carry on the same sort of profile that we was linked with in the summer? I don't know, man, but apparently we'll back him with making 50 million available. Now, that doesn't, you know, there's many, we've, we've, we've been discussing it in it, so I don't want to keep going over the same things, but yeah, Kronke is ready to splash out in January, despite us spending 130 in the summer to sign Fabio Vieira, Turner, Marquinhos, Sinchenko, and probably the poster boy of the summer, Gabby Jesus. According to the Scum newspaper, 
Pardon me, Mikel Arteta wants to add a midfielder and a winger to his squad. I mean, we knew that in the summer, the Gunners boss, or better yet, Arsenal boss, has relied on a core of 15 players and he's particularly keen to ease the workload on Saka, Pacayo Saka and Granit Xhaka. Arsenal made a late push to sign Douglas Luiz from Aston Villa in the summer. The Brazilian has now signed a new long-term contract. The Gunners can now make a fresh move for Palmeiras' 21-year-old midfielder Danilo, a player technical director Edu knows well, people. The headline is laughable, man. 50 million watches. I would take Telemans. Apparently, the Gunners could... Well, I've already said that. During the summer, Palmeiras were not interested in selling their midfielder st midfield star due to their in involvement in the Copa Libertadores. But that stance could change in Jan, obviously, with the Brazilian season, you know, being different to ours. And an improved offer of around 26 million may be enough to tempt them to sell. Arteta also wants to bring in another top-class winger to provide cover and competition for Saka. And obviously, Mudrick scored a screamer and could have had a couple of assists um, yes, uh, yesterday. But Arsenal have a long-standing interest in Mudrick, although they are likely to face competition um, for his signature after another impressive display. Critics will say he's found his level against Celtic. Uh, another potential option for it, another potential option for is Villa winger Jeremy Pino, or just Jeremy as he's referred to here. Um, so it is what it is. This article's kind of continuing the same thing about Edu in talks to sign a new deal, folks. Um, but I wanted I was kind of reading this already, people. Um, really, Arteta commented. It's a question for him, but I want. But for what I know, he's fully committed. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. Arsenal remain interested in signing a wide forward after looking at Pedro Neto from Wolves in the summer. And obviously, we've got interest in Mudruk. While a left-sided centre-back and a midfielder are also long-term targets, the Gunners are aware that the World Cup next month could make their transfer planning more problematic, problematic as players run the risk of injuring Qatar. Arsenal are finalising plans for a mini-pre-season during the World Cup, as first reported by Standard Sport, and the plan is to head to Dubai for warm weather training, people. It is what it is. Juventus have been linked with Telemans, or better yet, allegedly they're open to leaving Telemans alone because it seems that he'll be joining Arsenal, people. Whatever that means, I'm not too sure. You'd have to draw your own conclusions on that. But Juventus seem to see a midfielder phase for next summer with the player should go elsewhere. I mean, forget Rabiot McKenney. He said, we are talking about Telemans, a Leicester midfielder with very important characteristics. He's physically strong with an absolute level of technique, thanks to which he can play both as a director with the task of getting the ball around and as an attacking midfielder. Uh, bulk of it is, you know, he's contracted until 2023, as we knew. In fact, it must be emphasised that the voice of a strong Juventus on Telemans does not find any kind of confirmation since the player should move to Arsenal at the end of the season. And apparently Telemans will not arrive in the middle of the field. There's also difficulties for Juventus with Milinkovic-Savic people who they've been linked with as well and also was. Uh, again, Edu reviving plans for Danilo. Allegedly, you know, this is one minute is 26 million, then it's 22. So that should be a decent amount. Arsenal to back Mikel Arteta. And as you can see, we were linked with Jeremy Pino in the summer. Maybe he wants out of Villarreal. You know, Villa paid a compensation package through an Emre. Maybe we could get Jeremy Pino on the cheap. You know, Mudrick is welcome as is Pino. And, you know, Danilo and maybe a more experienced midfielder would be lit. Arteta wants two new faces in January. Hopefully he gets that, people. So we'll have to see, really. So, yeah, that would, if we spend 50-odd million to go with the 130 or anything more, that's already spending 200, close to 200 million without confirming Champions League. So you can't really say Cronkays, even though I don't agree, aren't backing it. Arsenal confident of keeping Edu as Gunners devised transfer plans for January. Pedro Neto's pictures here. So I wonder what this means, people. 
Obviously, Pedro Neto is mentioned as a wide player they looked at in the summer, and it's also suggested they'd be looking at Shakhtar the next. So there isn't anything tangible. It's all just everyone's just echoing the same thing. Arsenal, I in former Uno Emre target, but Chelsea and Liverpool also keen people. Apparently, Arsenal could join Chelsea and Liverpool in trying to sign Zaha on a free transfer in the summer. Apparently, he's put to bed at this moment in time talks to stay at Crystal Palace, people. Uh, 90-minute football says Arsenal are being kept informed of any updates on his situation. Arteta is said to be an admirer of the 29-year-old who has five goals in 10 appearances for Crystal Palace at this moment in time, people. Arsenal are understandably not the only English side keen on Zaha. Chelsea tried to get him in the summer. Liverpool are also mulling over whether to make a move um, on a free transfer. Zaha wants to play in the Champions League, so it's all it is. Apparently, PSG, AC Milan and, and rivals Inter are all looking at him, people. Those clubs have have the advantage. Obviously, the foreign clubs can chat to Zaha and agree something. Uh, Patrick Vieira said, uh, it's not an issue at all. Wilfred knows what the club thinks about him and we know what he thinks about the club. There'll be discussions taking place. But for myself and for the club, what is important is for him to play at this level, be consistent and help those young players around him grow. And we'll see what happens, people. It is what it is in that regard. So that's that. Let's continue where we're going with that, this people. Oh, hang on. What's all of this? Oh, can you lot still hear me on YouTube, folks? I hope you can. No issues. I hope you can. But yeah, Yuri Telemans allegedly should be heading to Arsenal at the end of the season for free. Allegedly, Yuri Telemans should be heading for Arsenal at the end of the season, according to report. We've heard this all the time, people, man. Arsenal and Juventus are waiting for Telemans to enter the final month of his contract before pouncing. It comes as no surprise, people. And we, you know, pretty tired of hearing Telemans at this point sign or don't sign. We heard yesterday Arsenal willing to do anything to sign Milinkovic Savic. We'll have to see. He's contracted until 2024 and they'll be under pressure to sell him in Jan or next summer if he doesn't pen an extension, people. There's even been talk, as you know. Appreciate you lot for letting me know you can hear me. Smash the like button, people. There was even talk of offering Lokonga people and Milinkovic Savic has three goals and seven assists in 11 appearances at this moment in time, people. And he's been drawing praise from a teammate. Personally, I think De Bruyne is on another level. Milinkovic Savic is a fantastic player and I love watching him play. But honestly, I'm not sure anyone compares to De Bruyne right now. And he's compared him to that. We'd all love him, people. I'm still, su still I'm surprised that no European club have met Lazio's Conditions for their star player. Italian clubs always wanted him, but the 75 million price tag was considered too high. And their president spoke a few weeks ago and said it's 120 million if you want him in Jan, which is West. Clearly pricing him out of a move and they'll deal with him in the summer. Obviously, Austin Trusty's getting a lot of, of, of praise people over there at, at, at Birmingham on loan. I mean, Kevin Campbell's always trying to get us to buy Rashford. Bit of a myth. Arsenal could make a move for Weston McKenney. Lull, but Fabrizio has said Arsenal are not working on a deal for Weston McKenney as of today. Then we'll see in January. He was a target for Tottenham one year ago. Nothing happened as Juventus never wanted to let him go on loan. Arsenal preparing Milinkovic Savic offer allegedly, as we keep hearing, and Danilo and all of these guys. Balogun has not talked down the opportunity to play for Nigeria. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. Apparently, you know, Mudrick is open to joining Newcastle people. Allegedly, says this report. They've been trying quite hard to bring in someone. Fabrizio said it's pretty clear now why Shakhtar the Nets have turned down 
30 million bid in August for their talented winger Mudruk. He's defo on the payroll. He's defo when this guy moves, he's defo getting a little five percent of the transfer fee. Top, really top talent who's worth more than 45 50 million, according to Shakhtar. I don't know, maybe in variables. We've spoken about Zaha people, Champions League clubs eyeing free transfer mid contract standoff. So we'll have to see people where Zaha's concerned. What has been said, according to goal.com, yesterday we were linked with Nabi Keita. We've just seen that Eddie might get a new deal and Arteta has 50 million to spend in January. So, yeah, this is just echoing the same things, people, that we've already gone over. So, you're yeah, getting away from that. Obviously, Mudrik once did say, I think every guy dreams about playing in the Premier League. Arsenal are a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play. From my side, I can't say no to Arsenal in January, but it's not only my decision. No, it's not. Uh, Arsenal currently not working on midfielder, as we said, with Weston McKenney. People, thank God. I think Arsenal need a different kind of midfielder, more dynamic. Amen. He said, Yuri Telemans was always an option, but Arsenal didn't want to spend £35 million on a player who would be out of contract in a few months. So they, I can't see Arsenal paying £25 million for a player that's contracts out in six months. It's probably anything can happen. I want to be wrong. But unless Leicester say, you know what, 15, 20, whatever, Telemans is happening in the summer, if that is to be a thing. Arsenal only signed players when they are 100% convinced. But in my opinion, Telemans was the perfect player for Arteta says Romano. Allegedly, once again, there's talk of going back in for Danilo after the World Cup. People, we've heard 21, 22, 26 million quid. The report claims Arsenal believe Palmeiras could be willing to cash in on their young gem in January as the Brazilian football season will close just before the World Cup kicks off. Apparently, Edu will test their resolve by lodging an improved £26 million bid. He has a release clause of £86 million. He's 21 years of age and will grow in admirers and apparently a number of European teams. And he's contracted until 2026. So you want the player put the piece down in it. And hopefully Edu can convince him, really. Once again, Danilo talk once again, people. He's dominating things. Thierry Henry says there's something Gabriel Jesus simply won't be able to do at Arsenal this season. He doesn't see him scoring 25, 30 goals for Arsenal. I don't, but I hope he can get 20 or more. Really, that's the task for Jesus. Um, he's already got five in 11, but people have been on to him. What has Henri said? And, you know, what can we tell Henri about strikers? Jesus is a guy who can put more pressure. Is he going to be the guy that's going to score 25, 30 goals? No, but what he does is contagious. That's true. But if we don't have someone that's going to be near that, goals win games. You know, if we don't have that, then we're in trouble, really. If Jesus can't be that, we know he's a fantastic player and a fantastic option, but he's got to be able to do that. Then you have the likes of Martinelli and Saka who can do wonders. That's true. You know. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. Let's refresh this page as well. Anything new in relation to Arsenal? Zinchenko. What's all of this? Zinchenko and Marquinhos. What happened to you, look? Marquinhos misses Arsenal training ahead of PSV clash as Zinchenko makes slow progress. And obviously, Zinchenko has spent time at PSV on loan, so I'm sure he would want to play in that, you know but he doesn't seem to be fit. Marquinhos missed training on Wednesday morning after feeling unwell. I mean, Martinelli, I didn't know this. Is there a bit of a bug going through? Zinchenko's been struggling to stay fit, people. So, yeah, one player won't be involved on Thursday. Zinchenko missed training on Wednesday as he recovers from a calf issue. The left-back is understood to have undertaken some running in recent days, but he's not yet returned to full training with the team and Arsenal will not rush his comeback. We miss him, but amen. Don't rush man back because we don't need any of that nonsense. 
and people getting injured. Already seen Henderson's been cleared by the FA over the bust up with Gabriel. So that's that put to bed. Don't forget tomorrow, Arsenal fans, we're watching PSV against Arsenal. Watch along business from 4.45 because we're live at, well, the game kicks off at 5.45. I'll be live from 7.40 to watch Barcelona versus Bayern Munich. Even if you can't be there, do us a favour. Set the like button, people. Hit the like button, turn on your notifications and all of that good stuff. But where Arsenal's concerned, people, initially, that seems to be it, really, you know. So, hopefully, there's some optimism and we're able to do something in the market. But who knows, man? On, on one hand, 50 million is worrying. But on the other hand, these lot don't know, you know. These lot don't know what Arsenal... These lot don't know what Arsenal have, really and truly. Or don't have... If I'm completely honest with you, Sam Allardyce is vexed that we didn't go for, or us or Liverpool didn't go for Jude Bellingham. I mean, we'd love Jude Bellingham, but bloody hell, mate, you know, you got Madrid and all these teams onto you. What the hell can we offer Jude Bellingham beyond? There is a project we could sell to him and entice him, and he knows what Arsenal are at. But come on, man, there's levels in this tig right now, man, really and truly. There's a couple of other talking points. I knew Jesus would change Arsenal. Marie left amazing after just one week of training. Hopefully, Jesus convinced him to leave even more, really. Shout out him. He's at Monza. Apparently, Marie said, in a week of training, what I've seen from Gabriel Jesus is a real bomb. He does everything. He does everything well. I was amazed. This is this type of thing is seen. I already thought that Arsenal was going to change with him, and I was not wrong. Hopefully, we change with you. You know, my, oh, big up Monza. Hopefully, they stay up in it. I'm not trying to see you again. Jonathan David makes Premier League transfer admission. Let's see. I bet it has nothing to do with Arsenal. And him and his him and his agent were chatting last season. He has said the next step is always growing, having more ambition, maybe a bigger club. I think um, everything everyone wants to play for a massive club in their life. So if I had the chance to do it, I'd go for it. That says nothing about Arsenal at all, people. But we've scouted him from his days in Belgium. Obviously, we have to have been following following him at Lille because. And on top of that, we got a good relationship with Lille. Bought Pepe, bought Gabriel. They owe us for Pepe in it. So next decent youngster. In fact, there's a couple decent youngsters at Rennes. We might as well clean up as well, really, if I'm honest with you. But that seems to be that. We need to bang fraud for Bellingham. Yeah, and probably kidnap the guy, man. DG has deep issues with Marie. I got listen, I admire him, but Meady. Left side, left foot taps. DG, what's the most important position to strengthen in Jan if we can only get one in? I don't think you can really answer that because you could say centre-back. You could say out wide. For me, I'd say central midfield. Big up American Guna. We might have the money for Bellingham, but there's a lot of other variables, you know. And to be fair, for you saying you don't know, the fans don't know the budget. How do you know the budget? Every It's just pure guesswork from everyone, man. No one knows the damn thing. What Arsenal are going to do, what they don't have, is guesswork, people. We can... Go through financial statements. Unless we're there, we don't know. It's not that I don't rate McKenny. I'll have him, but I'm not really on that. At all. I mean, 35 for Mudrick, we could talk. Mudrick is a player suited to counter-attacking football. To be fair, if Martinelli can play our football, then Mudrick should be able to. Bringing in Zaha and Yuri on the free would be a sick start to the summer transfer window. That's great, Mac, but my need to get top four in this season, that's left. Newcastle would be perfect for Mudrick. Neto is a good player, but I prefer Zaha. It's why it's why we did not go for him in the summer. They wanted too much for him, and we knew we could get him for free next season. I hope we do get him. That's in relation to, I assume, Telemans. Sesco is obviously going to Salzburg, so we can forget about that. 
Players that aren't British live and work in the UK will be easier to sign than signing players from mainland Europe as there are more difficulties with signing players since Brexit. Jesus has to be the best slash one of the best pressing forwards in the world if he has to add more goals to his game. He has to add more goals to his game if he can. He needs to, bro, because we need goal scorers. If Balogun gets 15, 20 league R goals, which is looking realistic at the moment, going for a new strike would be silly. I don't think so, because he'd have to prove it again and again, really. And I want Balogun to develop. But if you could find, if there's an opportunity to bring in a winger that, I mean, a striker that's better than him and Enketia or better than Jesus, which is dream world, we'd be stupid to not want to do that. Any player we are linked with will cost double if they play well in the World Cup. Yeah, economic settings. Edu still has brought us a lot of poor players. Sabios, William, Marie, Cedric, Turner. Bit harsh and Turner. Matt Ryan. I wouldn't say Ryan. You know, I actually wanted Ryan to stay as the backup, man. If I'm honest with you. We need Milinkovic and Mitrovic in our team, fam. That would strengthen us for sure. Dominic, true, but Mitrovic, a bit like Ivan Tony, Good player. I'd rather Tony, but Fulham, like Brentford, are going to ask for something more than he's worth, really and truly. Milinkovic, probably a myth in Jan. Want to be wrong, but you're going to have to put the bag down. I'd, I would love Declan Rice, but again, if I'm saying Milinkovic and these men are expensive, again, Rice is contracted until 2024. I don't know if there's another option. He's going to cost even more. I think we are in it until we're not. I feel we can get a couple of players in Jan. We'll be there or thereabouts, hopefully. Arteta had his presser, not to my knowledge. I mean, I always, you know, I'll probably go over it tomorrow because I seem to always miss it. So maybe he's undertaking it now, or I've just probably missed it. Crazy. Depth really outside City is a myth. It's more about get amen. It's more about getting the right players than just splashing the cash. It's not much different from managing a department such company. The changing situations have to be managed. We have been dropping off since the North London derby. I just hope we hold out to the World Cup. The title race thing is a myth. Hear that. We offloaded players in Jan in the summer. We brought no one in Jan and got half the signings needed in the summer. What happened with one in, one out? You have to ask those who know, man. Look at Todd Bay. The money's always there, but we've always been stingy. The Cronkies have more or less conquered, sorry, sports in America now. I feel they'll focus their focus at the moment is Arsenal. In my opinion, just recent work shows it, especially now that they own 100%. Seeing is proving, man. I'll have to see, bro. 50 million is enough and pay 15, 20 million to get Zara and oh, 15, 20 million on a player that's turning 30 with six months left on his deal. I'd rather do that. If we're going to do that, I'd rather do that for Telemans, which clearly Arsenal are not on. Someone said, I hope like, the comment's gone, but I hope Nelson starts Thursday. He might get his chance if we're resting Saka, etc., etc. 117 likes. If you smash the like button, then I appreciate you lot, people. First things first. Big up you lot for all your talking points as well. I mean, 50 million can stretch a lot further than we think, but I mean, the headline doesn't fill you with confidence. Locatelli and Vlahovic rejected us for Champions League. They'll be playing on Thursday nights. They're also struggling in the league. I hear that, but, you know, from the where 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 Vlahovic is concerned, it did feel like there has to have been some encouragement by Arsenal to keep pursuing him. But it felt like he always, for me anyways, reading the papers, he had his heart set on a move to Juventus. Locatelli as well. So Swallow wanted to sell to us because we were willing to do what they're doing. Arsenal wanted to buy. He wanted Juventus. The Napoli guy would be much better. But again, you're looking at a fee probably similar to Bellingham if they're going to let him go less than a year after signing him. and We need a bit more confirmation to know his levels like that. 
I think the two eighth places really made a lot of potential signings turn away. Probably we need another striker for sure. If Arsenal really don't have the money to spend, let them back on free transfer. That's the only way. I'm not too sure. Again, we can scream loans and free transfers, but where are they? who is a who's available for loan in January? And what are these free transfers? We'd have to wait till the summer, unless people are free agents right now. It sounds all good. And it's a thing that we can't answer. And we're not in charge of it's the players. But you know, when we got move away from the statement and just saying it and we break down the, the break things down, what are we on? There's no direct link to spending money for a stadium to Arsenal's allocated budget. FFP, you can't buy Champions League players with Europa League money. I ain't gonna lie though, even though you're right, it seems it seems like how does it make sense? How do I make it make sense? It I don't know, man. I don't know how to formulate it if I'm honest with you, people. You know, it seems like yeah, it seems like we're the only ones that take this FFP thing seriously, man. If I'm honest with you. And someone, where's that guy? Silly Kronk has nothing to lose if he splashes the cash. I mean, that's silly. You know, it's kind of silly. You're looking at it emotionally. He's got money to lose, got investment to lose. You know, that'd be a dangerous way of looking at business, man. How are we only giving 50 million? Chelsea are apparently giving 150 million. January will never win the league with this ownership. Crazy. It's not edious on our tech, in my opinion, bro. We're all in this together, you know. We all share at this football club. We all share everybody. The club keep telling us it's a collective, a, a collective, you know, and everybody's collaborating together. So any wins, losses, or whatever in the transfer market, you know, qualifying for the Champions League, any glory, it has to be shared with our with the players, and they do. Same way, all the failures have to be served. Of course, there as you know, results on the pitch. You know, Edu's in charge of helping formulate this squad, but that forms more with Arteta because you're the gaffer. Obviously, the transfer front, Arteta is the manager, not a head coach. He collaborates with our, with Edu to find targets. But when we don't sign certain things in January or the summer, I'm looking at uh, Edu because you're the technical director. So when it comes to contracts and these sort of things, these are the things I'm looking at Edu, but we share this thing together. But, you know, while some of you lot are dream chasing with these Bellinghams and... Declan Rice is, I would love it to happen, but the dream is free to us. We're sold separately. Don't blame Vlahovic and Locatelli for choosing Juventus. I can understand a player wanting to go to their dream club. We need to sign a player in the league rather than outside. It comes with a premium. If you're not going to put the money down, you can forget about it. Looking forward to smashing Juventus when they drop down in Europa. If Partey's out, you think we could play Xhaka, Zinchenko and Odegaard in midfield? Yeah, I want to see us do that at some point. It all depends on the opposition. DG, surely Rice would be available for a cut price. But what is a cut price, you know? Fiorentina president said the Arsenal deal for Vlahovic was done, but the agent moved the goalpost and his head was turned to Juventus. He say, she say, some say that. Some say he always had his heart on Juventus and the Arsenal, when in his home interview, the Arsenal thing was never that deep. It's all Chinese whispers. The fact is we didn't get the guy, man. And we should have reacted. Selling players has been terrible. You know, to be fair, off the top of my head, I think we have sold one player for a decent piece under Edu. Was Joe Willock sold under him? There might be another one, but yeah, man. The stopgap signings didn't work. Edu and Arta have to take the L's for the William deal and giving a back. I'm not going to get onto them for tearing up the deals for Socrates and these guys. Only a Bamian because you gave him the deal. I don't like the precedent that that has set. And um, obviously, and we need to get better at selling. selling. 
again, if Martinelli, Odegaard, all these wavy players get to a scenario where, you know, they're doing their thing at Arsenal, but we have to sell one to maybe bring in a couple to take us to the next level. We have to get top P's. Some Arsenal fans hate Vlahovic snub because if we had him, we would be... Bro, it is what it is, man. Like, people are emotional. For me, I don't really care about Vlahovic like that. You didn't want to sign for us, cool. Suck your mum then, innit? Like, cool. We keep it moving. Like, is what it is. Like, it's just bare emotional. People are moving like a bit of exes, really, you know. Mm -hmm. Vlahovic and, and whatnot is deemed to do what they want. If Jesus starts bagging goals again, just no one was no one was onto Vlahovic really and truly when Jesus was bagging and doing what he needed to do. Now he's gone on a bit of a drought. You know, you'd love to have both, but it's a myth, man. Shout out Riley, my favourite Spud fan. Hopefully you man lose today, but yeah. Chelsea have new owners. I think with FFP, a owner has a grace period to spend more as far as I know. Boy. So we have to deal with it, man. This is the dynamics at play. You know, we just have to hope these players reach maturity and sooner rather than later, they're ready to do a thing. But who knows, man? Doesn't seem like there's anything new where Arsenal's concerned beyond what we've spoken about already. Doesn't look like there's anything guilt. But Hendrick scored his goal in that yesterday, and every you know he's being linked with everyone. Apparently, Balligan on on playing for countries has said, "I haven't heard anything from Nigeria, but I'm open to anything because Nigeria is very close to my heart. My family is from there. I'll always have love for Nigeria." And he said, "That's a conversation that I need to have with people around me, my agent, and obviously my family." But if I was, but if I was asked about the opportunity to play for Nigeria, then I can have that conversation. But first, I need to be asked. So he hasn't been asked. You'd imagine they're starting to ask now with what he's doing over them sides there in France. You know, according to George Nicola, Europe's elite will soon propose bids for Palmeiras' his 16-year-old, soon to be 17-year-old Hendrik. You know, he's ending up at Madrid or PSG or one of them teams. I'd love him to sign, but we're not spending 40, 50 on. We should have sold Eddie and, and Nows for at least 40 million. I mean, would you would you spend 20 million on Eddie and Ketty at this moment in time? The only time he's looked like such is last season when his contract was running down. I agree with Ainsley. We had two ch chances when it came to Wolves and um, Everton. We should have just took the money and ran. And that's the next step for Eddie. You know, when we do need to sell players, can we sell? And obviously... Also, when signings don't work, sometimes there's signings that are going to, you know, be slower to hit the ground running than others, going to need time to develop and all of that jazz. But there's also some like, and I, I think that is with Lukonga and Tavares. But at the same time, maybe we just got it wrong and we say, you know what, Tavares, 18 million needs to turn into 16 or 36, you know, sort of thing. Lukonga, 20 million needs to turn into 30, 40 million and we keep it moving. Because when you look at Cedric and Marie, you know, we, you know, we've had to, this is effort to try and get Arsenal back to where they wanted. But when you sign players on poor deals, like you've seen with Aubameyang's renewal in hindsight, um, with William, with Marie, with Cedric, with a couple of cast-offs, it takes energy to move these players on and, we, and we've struggled. And when you look at someone like Torreira, I can't lie, obviously the Italian clubs took us around the houses, but it took a while to move him on and we got pennies really. So I need to see him do better. And for Edu, he just needs to do what he can to get us a midfielder and any other roles that Arteta needs. Need to see you selling players a bit more. And we need to see you confirm the new deals of all the players that are linked with new deals. But Saliba, Martinelli, Saka, and just keep with the, with, with the forward planning for the squad, really. 
give Brentford Eddie will take Tony. Wait. Leeds and Palace would have taken Eddie for 15, 20 million. Would they? Really? Really? Would they? Or would they put that towards resources? Because you don't know if Eddie's going to score enough goals. You know, does Eddie, how many teams, I'm not even trying to rub out Eddie and Ketty, but how many teams in the Premier League does he start at? If you're trying to stay in the division, if you're trying to get Europa League, if you're trying to get Champions League, if you're trying to mid-table finish, how many does he start at? I think he could get into the squad and be utilised at Palace, at Brighton, at all these things. But would he necessarily start for Palace at this moment in time? Would he necessarily start for uh, Brighton? Could start for, for for would he start for Fulham? Probably not. Would he start for Southampton? 50-50. Could start for Southampton. Is he starting at Brentford? I think they'd all take him as part of the squad, but really? Nottingham Forest, they've got Emmanuel Dennis, and just because they're signing everyone, maybe, you know, Wolves had Diego Costa, you know, so maybe he could start there because they, they couldn't find someone, but I don't know. Does he start at Villa? Probably not. He could, could be in the squad. What other teams? Does he start at Leeds? Does he start ahead of Bamford? I don't know. I don't know. I think he could get game time there. Last time he went Leeds, that didn't happen though, did it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Definitely, obviously, Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool, United, City, Chelsea. It goes without saying, and it doesn't start there. You know, is he is Eddie necessarily better than Broya, who can't buy a start? You know, if Arsenal, I like Eddie. I'm just playing devil's advocate. If you was offered Broya and getting rid of Eddie, would you take it? Because playing devil's advocate, Broya's a different profile. He's a physical man. Albanian international, been at Vitesse, been at Southampton, got a number of games under his belt. Different sort of profile. So I don't know. I mean, you know, they Fulham be stupid to do that, especially with the form that 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 Mitrovic is in. People are playing a bit of FIFA, don't some of you think? Yeah, man. We don't need to put our hope to Partey. Should have took the 25 million West Ham was offering from Eddie. Yeah, we could have. But it, assuming that that was actually tabled, and at the time, Eddie looked like, I just want to run my deal down, control all the variables I can, cut the track off topic. American Guna, I flicked over to Twitch, and I've just seen you've gifted out five community subs. As usual, Roman Abramovich, thank you for your support of the channel, and thank you on behalf of everyone. Pardon me, that obviously is going to... Uh, that That is going to... Um, benefit from that and obviously yeah on the topic of selling people and that you just mentioned it there pennies for Gwendozi as well dg where are you with the martinez saliba debate you'd have to update me i don't have a clue what that is what's that i take bro you're already We should have made a profit on Torreira. True, or arguably could have been used. Could have been used in the squad. Do any of our players have release clauses? Not to my knowledge. We do need to wrap up deals for Saka, Saliba, and Martinelli. The biggest one was Guendouzi. Could have made fifty million in potential add-ons. I don't think he's a fifty million quid player, but definitely he's gonna end up at a bigger European team and and whatnot. I just hope there's a sell-on clause. We definitely should have got more than we got at the time. Obviously, there was attitude and all these things that went into it, but. It, I do think if you ask Gwendozi, if you ask Arteta, you know, they both may have wanted to have a bit more time together and they probably both would have done things differently, but it's over now. Nah, what have you said? I'm bitter. I can't lie. That's why I enjoy the Juventus drop-off. I hear that, but I just focused on Arsenal, man. I just, you want to sign for us? Cool. If you don't, fuck off. Like, it's part of my French. 
Simple as that, bro. Like, Real Madrid got rejected for Haaland and Mbappe last summer. They'll probably end up there someday, but they kept it moving. Or whoever, whatever they did, they found a plan against it. You know, City, I wouldn't say Kane rejected them, but Spurs played hardball. Haaland worked out for them. These things happen. It's not unique to us. Europa League Twitter made a poll that started the debate between Saliba and Lannister. Well, I do think I'd prefer Saliba at this moment in time, but in terms of the aspects of defending, Martinez is, is, is better at all the arts of defending at this moment in time. He's more experienced. But I'm not swapping him. You know, I would have loved Martinez, though. That's a left-sided centre-back there. You know, it would have been good. I'm happy for Martinez because everyone was chat talking nonsense about his height and all this nonsense before the man even got a proper chance in the Prem. I'm confident on Saka and Martinelli signing. The issue could be with Saliba, might not have the best relationship with Arteo. I don't know, but all I hope is once it obviously, I believe where Saliba and Saka, sorry, and Martinelli are concerned, we've got options of another year. I want Saliba to sign. He's got every reason to want to sign. He's playing games, but if he doesn't or it comes to a point where there's a deadline, keep it moving. In my opinion, but I don't know nothing. So, yeah, man. Big up you lot tuned in. Bro, they had Ten Hag. They had Van der Sar over there probably in his ear. We was never getting him, really. People must think Mitrovic will go for less than... Bro, he, it's a madness. You know, these lot are going to go... I don't know for his contract, but long gone are them days. Like, it's going to cost significant amounts of money. If we could go around Eastern Europe, Brazil, Spain, anywhere, obviously there's work permits and stuff. But if you could find that profile, I like Mitrovic and that Tony there. Bastards defensively for a defender, you know. Two different sort of players, but they both bully man for Tony's probably got a bit more in terms of general play. Mitrovic, the pro, I like the profile. Like, bro, yo, I like the profile. Obviously, you want a bit better in things with all of these names, but the profile. Because Eddie and Jesus are very different, but very similar. You concerned with Gabriel's goal drought? Obviously, when your top man ain't scoring, but I wouldn't, I'm not concerned yet. If it goes on any longer, then yeah, man, hopefully he's saving his shooting boots, man. If Saliba won't sign, I'd get silver from Benfica. Amen. I think with 50 million, we get Zaha, Telemans, and Danilo. I mean, you could do it. You could do it could do a lot worse as well so we'll have to see how that one really goes on really if i'm completely honest with you people we'll have to see but yeah man with it being 90 minutes people i'm gonna lock off this year i'm gonna go have some lunch people and i'll see you a lot later people i'll be live at 7 42 you know to watch not arsenal this is tomorrow from 4 45 but to late that's tomorrow Later today, we're watching Barcelona, Benfica, people. Set your reminders and whatnot. You know, obviously, I'm going to cut up elements of these of this stream and it will be on my YouTube in due course. So make sure you got your notifications on. Make sure you're checking out the description so you can follow me on all my pro profiles so you don't miss anything, people. Um, obviously, you know, make sure you're following on Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Instagram, all them things, Deluded Guna04. Make sure you're checking out the playlist as well, people, where I typically put vids so you don't miss a thing. Who's better, Casemiro or Partey? Casemiro. Do you think there's any truth in the in the Savage rumours? Potentially in us wanting the player, but in terms of bidding, the medicals, ultimately getting him to sign for Arsenal, no. 
But yeah, people, as usual, you know, the dream is free, the hustle is sold separately. It's a pleasure to be here week in, week out, day in, day out with you lot talking football. Um, the talking points are one thing, but it's generally you lot's talking points, people. Nobody sees football the same. It'd be boring if we were the same opinion. You're all quite respectful, not only to myself, but in the chat, man. Obviously, I hope you and your loved ones are fit and healthy. And I hope this week and the rest of your lives is kind to you in that regards. I hope where your personal and private lives are concerned, you reach your goals for this week. As usual, shout out to you lot. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed, people. We've hit 50,000 on the road to uh, 100 now. And if you're not following Twi on Twitch, get over there, man. But I'm boring you lot now. Let me get out of here. Safe. <laughs> Time!